Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why being impatient, needy, and clingy quickly ruins the romantic spark and attraction. Well, this particular email is from a guy who he's been. He says he's been following me for a long time, and he only has gotten through the book four or five times. So I assume he's been following me for quite a few years. And so he met a girl online, went out, had a pretty good first date. Second date was much better, and ended up back at her place in a nice session of the indoor Olympics where he spent the night. And the sec- so he had two dates in one week. The first date he had set up, and then after the first date, she was so excited, she asked him out on a second date. So things went well, and then what happened was he texted her like later that afternoon after he had left from the previous night trying to set up a third date, and he just completely lost his composure. So you probably heard me say many times, masculinity is calm. And so it's like, why... Is it that when a man gets impatient, he gets needy, he gets clingy, why does it turn a woman off so quickly? And the bit, the main reason is because he's not being calm. He's impatient. And so what this guy starts doing is he's sending multiple texts. He's not waiting for her to reply. He's trying to lock her down to the next date. And then she bounces. And he's totally perplexed by this behavior. Now keep in mind, this is a guy that says he's been following for a long time. And he says he claims he's been through the book, meaning 3% man, four or five times. And yet he's surprised. And he knows he screwed up texting-wise, but he just can't believe, especially after all the things that she said on the first and second date about him. He's like, how could she say all those things and then just tell me there's no spark? So it's attraction can evaporate really quickly, especially when you're in the beginning like this. And it's like the first couple of dates he had his act together, but... After he got a taste of the chulcha, he couldn't handle it. And most guys cannot handle it when they date a girl they really like and they get a little taste. They just totally come unglued. And so this is a really good email that these are principles that are spelled out in the book that this guy clearly violates. And he knows he's violating it, but he's just shocked that it ended up with her just basically dipping out on him after things went so well for the first two dates and so when i was younger and i didn't know this stuff i was doing the same stupid thing so i'm not here calling the kettle black but when a guy says he's read my book four or five times and then he just completely loses his shit the next day and starts double and triple texting this girl and 
probably saying all kinds of things through text he shouldn't be saying. And then she's like, oh, there's no spark. Shouldn't be surprised if this happens. But this email, there'll be guys that'll listen to this and go, yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, that's stupid. And then they'll feel the impulse to do this because something like this will happen to them. And because what happens invariably, because there's a chapter in the book, women are like cats, men are like dogs, is that women will be like this. They'll spend a lot of time with you. Like in this case, they were intimate. And then he's trying to get the next date because it's probably clear, at least it appears to me, that deep down he's worried he's not going to get the third date. And so he's driven by his fears. And so his fears, his fear of losing her, his fear of not being loved, his fear that he's not good enough causes him to double and triple text and do the opposite of what the book teaches. So it's a good lesson because these are the kind of painful experiences, especially rejection, when it started out so promising that this is typically what causes guys to change. It's like this happened to me enough times where I did stupid shit like this to where I realized that you just can't get impatient with women. You can't lose your shit. You can't get angry with them, especially in the beginning because then you look like a jack in the box and it's going to scare them and scare them away, which is what he's done here. <clears throat> so he says, Coach, I feel like I have a real head scratcher. <laughs> Every guy thinks, oh, my story is unique. It's totally different. This is so predictable as the sun coming up in the east and setting in the west. A little over a month ago, I met a girl via a dating app and quickly moved from the app to setting up a date. So far, so good. Because the idea is to go from matching on the app to talking on the phone so you can vet her on the phone and have a conversation. Ideally, if you can do a FaceTime, even better because then you can see her, see what she looks like. And the bottom line is if, if the conversation does not flow on the phone, there's no point in meeting up. If you don't enjoy talking to her on the phone, you're not going to have a better time in person. Save your money. On to the next. Especially with online dating. It's just... It's another bus every like three seconds. First date went great. Heavy flirting and even had the opportunity of a gentle smack on her ass as she headed to the ladies room. It was consensual, I promise. Haha. And so just the fact that he's talking that way kind of sounds like this is something that's never happened to him before. But he's not used to that. At the end of the date, we had a makeout session that was amazing. The first date happened on a Monday, and by Wednesday, she was initiating a date for Friday. Hey, it's her idea, and as the book says, if she's the one bringing it up, then that's fine. She's contacting him. She's saying she wanted to see him again. He makes the next date. He says, I know I shouldn't have agreed to, to two dates twice in one week, but I had a strong feeling about this one. Well, this is okay according to what's in the book because she asked for it. It was her idea. Because normally you just do one date a week. You're trying to go slower than she is because when you do that, her interest level grows faster than yours does. And then she wants to call more, she wants to text more, and she wants to see you more. And then it starts her chasing you, and it moves at her pace. Because when you try to move at your pace, a guy's pace, typically because we're, we're logical, driven, and we're driven to succeed and overcome challenges, break through barriers, make things happen. But with women, you got to give them the time and to let them be for their interest to go up slowly. So the idea is you go slower than they do. You call more, call less, you text less. Like I said, the book says just one date a week unless she wants to see you. <clears throat> so it looks like this 
guy really doesn't know the book that well. Probably just mostly a cherry picker in videos here and there, kind of half-assing it, not taking it too seriously. And it's not until he goes out with a girl like this that he really likes and he blows it that he's like, oh, maybe I should have listened to Corey. Maybe I should have read it 10 to 15 times. Then I would be making these rookie mistakes. So we go on date two on Friday, and this time I pick her up at her place. I get a tour of her home, etc., which is her basically saying, hey, this is where you'll be naked with me later unless you don't talk me out of it. We go out for a couple of hours. We played putt-putt golf. We went to two different bars for drinks. So he's going to three places. Again, that's right out of the book. Because each time you go to a different place in one evening, because most guys pick a girl up, they go to dinner, and then they take her home. Here you got dinner. Maybe you start out, you have a happy hour. Like in this case, you did putt-putt golf. Then you went and drinks and had fun a couple different places after. So each time you get in the car and you travel someplace else, it's almost like the experience of a different date, like having three dates in one night. And most women sleep with a guy by the second or third date. So it helps facilitate that. It facilitates the seduction. By the time we start heading back to her place, the conversation of sex comes up. So we get back and she asks me inside. A little bit of chit-chat and then some petting starts. I lift her up on the counter as we make out and ask if she wants to take it to her room, which she confirmed. Instead of asking her a question, asking her to make a decision, which is very effeminate and girly because you're supposed to be a decision maker, you should invite her. So you should have said, hey, why don't we go take this to your bedroom? And she can say yes. She can say no, let's stay out here. These are little subtle things that communicate where you're coming from. Whether you feel like you deserve to be there and you're a man who's the leader or you're a guy that tends to pedestalize women and kiss their ass and be super extra nice and accommodative and more like a butler and a manservant than an equal or a teammate. Once there and after she goes to the bathroom and comes out naked, well, that was fortuitous. Well, we know what she's thinking. We proceed to have some indoor Olympics. That went great. During the event, she mentioned things like, best orgasm ever. This rarely happens. Yeah. <laughs> Buy it a dollar for every time. Oh, I, I don't want you to think I'm like this. I don't do this with many guys. Okay. About doing this on a second date, etc. Blah, blah, whatever. She's like, I'm not a slut. I don't sleep around. Whatever. I end up sleeping over there and leave in the morning as she has to head to work. I text her later that day asking how her day was. Why? The phone is for setting dates, dude. This is right out of the book. And so what's happened here, he really likes this girl. He got a little chocha. And so he just completely comes unglued. Whatever little bit he learned or understood from the book went right out the window. So I text her later that day asking how how her day was. And by this point, she's already acting distant. You shouldn't have been doing this. You should have waited until Monday, Tuesday the following week. But you're not following what's in the book. So she's not responding right away. Minimal words, etc. Why? Because this is usually what happens to her when she sleeps with a guy. They just can't handle it. She's like kryptonite to this guy. He just totally comes unglued. Goes from being confident and calm to needy, neurotic, multiple texting. 
He says, I attempt to just plan the next date and stop messaging her over the next day or so. So it makes it sound like they were texting a lot. And he's probably saying a lot of stupid things through text. To which she responds as, she's being too busy. So in other words, oh, work is crazy. It's just crazy. You have no idea. It's just so busy. I just can't find time. Remember, this is a girl that spent two dates with him in one week and asked him for the second one. Now she's oh, so busy, so busy. So he's obviously changed how she feels towards him. He started to become needy and clingy like pretty much most guys that she's going to meet that encounter that really like her. He says, so I let it go. I text her four days later trying to set up a date again. And she eventually comes out and says she didn't feel a spark between us. She eventually comes out. So I, I can imagine what was going on in here. See, it just sounds like there's a lot of back and forth. And he notices that she's distant. He probably says something about it. She's like, oh, she doesn't feel a spark. You're acting like every other 97% dude. This is the exact opposite of what the book says. It says, don't do this because this is exactly what happens. And he did it anyways. You didn't exercise self-control. You showed her you were not calm. You were not centered. You didn't have it together. You were just typical. The typical feminized, needy, neurotic, insecure dude. Now, I've only read your book five times over a long period. I'm currently reading vigorously to commit to at least 15 times. Yeah, it's usually not until you get burned. And this happens enough where you're like, you know, if I keep doing what I've always done, I'm going to continue to get what I've always got. Obviously, he's not happy with the results he's getting. And I know I made some mistakes with the texting between the date and this point, but considering the things she was saying to me, hey, whatever a woman says to you, it only applies in that moment. Just like a weather report is only good for that day. It's going to change. Women are like Mother Nature. And so he's looking back to all the things she said and did in the first two dates, and he's thinking this totally applies after that. So the book goes out the window. He's keyed up on what she said before. He's ignoring the fact that a woman's feelings change like the weather based on how you're showing up. And when you're blowing her phone up and you're seeing inappropriate things through text, instead of just making the date, this is what happens. So he says, I know I made some mistakes with the texting between the date and this point, but considering the things she was saying to me and the attraction I could feel there was, I was shocked at this. Dude, this is as predictable as the sun coming up in the east and setting in the west. This is why these things are in the book that tell you not to do this. And you did it anyways. And you got rejected for exactly the same reasons that I got rejected when I was young and in my 20s and I didn't know any better. He says, so now to my question, when things were going so well, should I have never texted her after that and waited for her to call to text me back? Yeah, dating's like tennis. You text her, you got to wait for her to text you back. Obviously, you did not. You sent her barrages of texts because you became impatient. And the confident guy that you appeared in the first two dates, she realized that you just didn't have your shit together. You were able to hold out a little bit longer than most dudes, so you got to the promised land. But you had a date on Friday. You shouldn't have been texting her that afternoon trying to set up a third date. I would have waited till probably Tuesday or Wednesday of the following week just to see if she'll reach out to you. Because she already did this, apparently. That's what it seems like. He, he wrote here that she reached out and she was adamant that she wanted to see him again that same week. 
So if he had have been following what was in the book, he wouldn't have texted her a few hours after he left her house saying, hey, how's your day going? He would have let her be because the t- time and space away from him gives her a chance to miss him, to wonder about him, to think about him, for her to start wondering, is that it? Is he just going to hit it and quit it? Does he really like me? But when you act like this, it goes from her being really interested in you to the point where she's ready to have sex with you to the point where she's like, you're out. No spark. He says, should I have called instead? I know I need to read the book more, but is there any other advice you have? Well, it helps if you read the book and you actually apply it, not do the opposite of it. And like I said, the book tells you and teaches you one date per week. And the only time you go out on more dates is if she's calling and texting you because, as the book says, if she's reaching out to you and there's no conversation threads open, well, you should assume she wants to see you, make the next date, and then get off the phone. But again, he didn't do that. So what he should have done was never texted her on Friday after the, after they just he left her house. Should have let her be. More than likely, she would have texted him. And then he could just could have set the next date. But instead, he blew up her phone. He acted needy and neurotic. And then four days later, she's like, yeah, there's no spark. That's basically her way of saying, hey, dude, you turned me off. And you made my pussy drier in the Sahara Desert. So congratulations. You get no more chocha. I would never call or text her again. Maybe she reaches out few weeks or a month or so from now but it looks like you screwed the pooch on this one dude but i appreciate you sending in because this will help a lot of guys that'll listen to this and they'll watch the video they'll read the article on the website and it'll be enough to prevent them from doing what you've done so you're actually going to help a lot of dudes with this so thanks for writing in so if you got a question or challenge and you'd like to get my help go to understandingrelationships.com click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly Until next time, I will talk to you soon.